We're reading in uh, the general preface in the writings of Balasulam, we're in item 2. Hence, the expansion of his light does not come out of being an emanator to become an emanated being until it goes through the four phases called Chokhmah, Bina, Zeranpin, and Malchut. This is so because the expansion of his light is called Chokhmah. This is the full measure of the self of that light that was emanated. When it intensifies and draws more abundance than the measure of its expansion, it is called the second phase, called Bina. Also, in that second phase, we can make three discernments. The first discernment is the essence of uh, the, the phase of Bina, which is a single essence of Chokhmah. The second discernment is the intensification of the desire that it manifested, of which the root of the vessel of reception was revealed in her. In that sense, there is disparity of form in her, meaning coarseness, compared to the light of Chokhmah. This is called the upper Gevua. The third discernment, this is the essence of the abundance that she has acquired through an awakening of her own desire. This light is given its own name, the light of Hasadim, which is much inferior to the light of Chokhmah, which expands solely from the emanator. The light of Hasadim is associated with the intensification of the emanated being and the Gvua, which is a light that has grown coarser and became the root of the light of Hasadim. These three discernments together are called by the name Bina. And also the second phase after Chokhmah. Is there something to ask about here? Friends, thus far, or should we go over it again? What Gilad? Maybe you can explain those three discernments in Bina. Let's read it again, and I will try to explain. Okay, so item two again. Hence, the expansion of his light does not come out of being an emanator to become an emanated being. Meaning from the creator to the created being, the light can emerge only when it goes through the phase of Bina. What is it? Yes. Until it goes through the four phases called Chokhmah, Bina, Zeranpin, and Malchut. Keter is the emanator, and Malchut is the emanated being. And the light needs to go through all those phases, especially as it goes through Bina. This is so because the general expansion of his light is called Chokhmah. As anything that comes out of Keter enters into Chokhmah, yes. This is the full measure of the self of the light of that emanated being. When it intensifies and draws more abundance than the measure of its expansion, it is considered the second phase called Bina.
Also, in that second phase, we should make three discernments. Meaning that after the light comes out of the Keter and is revealed in the Chochmah, it's revealed. After that, it has an expansion, an impression. It changes itself. It goes through stages that are called Bina. He wants to extend the addition of the abundance more than it was in Chochmah. What's the difference in the desire? He wants to extend this more abundance, meaning in Chochmah there is nothing. What emerges from Keter is what is revealed in the in Chochmah. But in Binah, there's already a participation in the expansion of the light on behalf of the vessel, on behalf of the emanated being. That is what he's saying. And when he overcomes to add abundance there, more than that which emerged from Keter, this is considered the second phase, which is called Binah. And in the second phase, we should discern three discernments. The first discernment that the essence of the Sefira of Bina is a single essence of Chochmah. The second discernment, the intensification of the desire that it manifested, for which the root of the vessel of reception was revealed in her. In that sense, there is disparity of form in her, meaning coarseness, compared to the light of Chochmah. This is called upper Gevoah. Meaning, the light expands from Chochmah to Bina. And the first part of Bina is the same light that, that comes out of Chochmah and enters in her. The second uh, uh, area of Bina is already where these, like he writes, a, a bigger desire upon the light that was in the first phase of, of uh, Bina. Now she has a bigger desire to use it. And then it's called the second discernment. The, the third discernment, this is the essence of the abundance that she had acquired through an awakening of her own desire. Meaning that desire to receive that was revealed in the second phase in Bina, that wants more than the light that expanded in her from the first phase, she draws it increases it, intensifies it, and then that addition is revealed in the third discernment. Again, again, the third discernment, this is the essence of the abundance that she has acquired through an awakening of her own desire. This light is given its own name, the light of Hasadim, which is much inferior to the light of Chokhmah, which expands solely from the emanator. The light of Hasadim is associated also with the intensification of the emanated being also, 
and its uh, overcoming, its intensification as a gvua, which is light that has grown coarser and became the root of the light of Hasadim. Yes, meaning this addition of desire to attain more makes the vessel of reception that was in the first discernment to the vessel of bestowal that is in the second discernment. And this way, it turns out that a phase of bestowal, a phase of bina, appears in the upper light. Wait, we have a few questions here. So we will go to Florida. Yes, thank you, Rev. I understand that Hokmah is higher than Hasidim, but why? Why, why is it considered lower than Hokmah? That is in relation with the vessel, because the vessel is the will to receive. And the light of Chochmah is what the desire to receive receives and enjoys. This is the light of receiving. And the light of bestowing is the light of Chasadim. Hence, the light of Chasadim is much less, much inferior in its intensity than the light of Chochmah. You said that the light of Hasidim is bestowal, so that makes it lower than Hokmah? Bestowal is higher than reception. It's confusing. The light of Hasadim is inferior to the light of Chokhmah because that is how it is felt in relation to the emanated being as the nature of the created being is to receive and therefore he receives pleasure from Chokhmah, from reception and not in the light of Hasadim, which is the pleasure from bestowal. Moscow 7. Moscow 7. Why is Chochmah? And it's only one, but Bina is divided into three parts. It's because she includes within it Chochmah and also the next degree is Chochmah and Bina. That's why it's divided into multiple parts. The desire to receive that is in the created being is opposite the light of Chochmah. Therefore, when the desire to receive is revealed in the second phase, which is Bina, this second phase is divided into three parts. The first part, which is the expanding of the light of Chochmah, the second part, which is overcoming the light of Chochmah, and the third discernment, or third part, is the light of Hasadim that she has attained when she gets an awakening from herself, from her own. 
I will learn this many times, don't worry. But read this at home a few times. It doesn't matter how much you understand or don't. You simply need to 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 be acquainted, to, to get to know it. Kiev. Here it says that Bina is actually when the created being uh, grows stronger with a, an addition of the abundance. Because it's nevertheless an addition. It's an addition. What did she have before that? Now she feels that she has a desire to receive, and the desire to receive is working as a desire to bestow. Even though it's not from itself and not in the right way, but somewhat. Therefore, she feels an addition to that which she is connected to the Keta with. And this way she feels it, that she has a benefit from it. How can we as created beings draw an additional light? We'll learn that. We'll learn as much as you bestow, you have more of a possibility to receive. Soon, we will learn that. For the time being, think. Okay, and these three discernments, meaning the first, the second, and the third discernments of Bina, are called Bina, or the second phase of Chokmah. These Sfirot, Chokmah and Bina, have been clarified, and the Keter being the root to the emanated being. Thus far, read beyond that. Although phase two manifested already an intensified desire towards the operator, she is still unfit to be a complete vessel of reception. The thing is that in spirituality, the vessel and the light in it are very close and are truly interdependent. When the light disappears, the vessel is revoked. And when the vessel disappears, the light is cancelled. Thus, the importance of the vessel is as the importance of the light. That's how it is in spirituality, because everything depends on the vessel. So to the extent in which the vessel corrects itself and advances towards the light, the vessel begins to decide how much more important it is. And the importance of the vessel is as the importance of the light. Hence the form of the vessel of reception was not completed in Bina, since her essence is the light of Chochmah. For this reason, the light of Hasadim, which she drew through her own intensification, was a nod before herself as a candle before a torch. Thus, this light of Hasadim expanded further from Bina outward, from herself, and gained strength to draw additional abundance, more than the measure of its expansion through Bina. At that time, the vessel of reception was completed. Meaning, this is what happens to us, that Bina 
wants the light of Hasadim, she is filled with the light of Hasadim, and then extends the light of Chokhmah in Hasadim. And therefore, hence, we discern two additional phases. Phase 3 and Phase 4. The expansion that extended from Bina, where the form of the vessel is still in potential, hidden, and as long as she did not intensify to get an addition, that is called the Anpin. And its intensification for more abundance is called the vessel of Malchut, which is the vessel of reception that was completed in that emanated being, which is now incorporating both the light and the vessel. By this, it is no longer an emanator and is called by the name emanated being. Meaning, this is what happens when she divides everything to the vessels of reception and vessels of bestow, the light of Chokhmah and light of Chasidim. We have two other discernments, two phases, phase three and phase four. Three is in, like Bina, but it's in, incorporating within it. It's like a, like an embryo that's born within from within his mother. It's the vessel that decides that it's begetting, that it's giving birth to make from itself someone that is like the creator, resembling him. And the fourth phase where the, the, the vessel already wants and a desire to, to have completely independence. And therefore, the fourth phase is the completion of the vessel and is called Malchut. Yes. These are the four phases known as Chub, Zeranpin, and Malchut, which is the four-letter name. Chub is uh, R, Yod, Hey. And Zon are Vav Hey. They are considered ten sefirot because the Rampin includes six sefirot, which are Chesed, Gvoa, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod. Okay, I think that we've had enough with this for today to give to the friends. Because this is one way or another. Well, it's a very difficult text. I'm telling you, I remember how I didn't understand anything in it. And as much as I read, it's written in such a way that it's like Bala Sulam was learning how to write. And yes, that's how it came out. But that's how he wrote it, read it. That's how he wrote it. So it's worthwhile for us to go over all his writings. It's not so much. This way we will advance. With that, we will not advance anymore with our reading. What do we have from PT6? Thank you, Rabbi. In continuation to what you said now, indeed, I'd like to ask, how should we relate to such a study, to this uh, preface? Because some are interested in that, they like it, some, you know, are kind of suspicious in relation to this material. How to correctly approach this uh, lesson and this, uh, these materials? I don't know what to tell you. I think that we need 
to nevertheless continue. Soon it will be different. And we will advance that way. We'll see. We'll see. Not many people study this preface because it's it's just written in in a way that Bala Sulam didn't yet sort his writing technically when he wrote this preface. And and anyway, as we go th- go through it, we are filled. We're correcting ourselves. It's it's worthwhile to go over it. A little patience, half an hour here and there. We will give it to this preface, and we will advance this way. Do you have other questions, please? Yes, Gilad, what? How is it that we read the names of the Sefirot and all of that, and even though we don't understand it, how does this influence the connection between us in the ten, in the group? No, we actually want to connect. We want to advance. We want to rise to the degree of the Creator, to feel and and reveal Him. Therefore, everything that we are connected together with and gather together and leave all our things and come to connect and want this to influence us by that, we are truly... We're truly advancing. That's how it works. We gather and we read text where this text, it's clear to us that it is purely spiritual text. So it comes from the connection of the vessel. It comes to us. We want to unite. So the text influences us in a way that it will help us connect. And then we can see that later on it creates a change in the relations in the ten with certainty. It only takes time. It just depends on how much we intend it to bestow upon us. But it influences us. So there's complementation here between the act of connection and the work of the text. 100%. Okay. All right. Frequently, we discover that you discover you're doing everything wrong, not in the correct way. You disregard many opportunities the Creator gives you. And his prayer is born to ask the Creator for forgiveness. Is this a correct prayer to ask for forgiveness? What exactly about? What to ask for? I can't say. That's something that you need to scrutinize. And to plead to the Creator is good. And to ask is also very good. Turn to Him, ask, cry, whatever you want. As long as you turn to Him as much as possible. Yes. Rusvan. The light of Chochma, it turns out that it's constantly pressuring us by its nature. So, if we remain connected, then automatically 
it already shapes all the stages. We just have to hold on to the connection. There is never anything permanent unless we hold on to it. We must each time continue every moment anew. Well, Kiev, last one. It was a mistake. Oh, so no question. Very well, friends. So, do we have some announcements? No. We'll continue our noon lessons next week. Very well, so we'll see you next morning, tomorrow morning, with a new song in our heart, as we say. And thank you for being in the lesson. I really enjoy this hour of studying with you. Thank you. And try to just appreciate this hour. It's very important for our spiritual advancement. All the best to you. Goodbye.